So we're looking at the sleeves that hold the membership cards for Johannes and Elsa Ferrex's memberships in the Nazi Party. I'm with curator Emily Catt at the National Archives of Australia. These old passport-sized envelopes hold the Nazi Party membership cards that belonged to a German couple who lived in Sydney in the lead-up to World War II. Johannes and Elsa Ferreck emigrated to Australia in the 1920s. They owned a delicatessen. They had a daughter. Her name was Elsbeth. And they were essentially members of the Nazi Party in Australia. And the little envelopes actually hold quite a lot of detail on their exterior. So there's a photograph of um, both Johannes and Elsa. The photo of Johannes shows a balding, middle-aged man with a round face and a toothbrush moustache. Elsa has severely parted, dark, wavy hair and is wearing a chunky necklace. There's also the age that they, or the year that they joined the party, where they were born, that they live in Australia and that they're members of the Sydney branch. You can see it's slightly faded on there, but there's also the sort of Nazi stamp on there as well with the swastika in it and the eagle. Johannes Frereck was a well-known leader of the Nazi party's Sydney branch. Its members celebrated Hitler's birthday and displayed the swastika on Germany's National Day. In 1936, Frerich spent five months back in his homeland at the invitation of the German government. Later on when the newspapers were trying to sort of make the case for him being too dangerous to stay in Australia, this is something that they listed as as proof of his um, Nazi affiliation. As the threat of war grew closer, the Frerich shop became the target of anti-Nazi protests. Members of the Communist Party found out that they had these Nazi affiliations. They weren't private about it either. He distributed ephemera um, and they both sort of wore brooches and things to, I guess, illustrate their allegiance. So they actually wore their Nazi badges? Yeah. um, We have in this collection things that were collected to prove that they were members of the Nazi Party. So there's a collection of very um, small badges that they would have worn for different events. So because they were such prominent members and it was quite well known, Um, people started protesting, particularly um, saying that he was a Nazi spy. And whether or not he was a spy is uncertain, but they were most definitely members of the Nazi party. So when you say protest, people gathered outside their shop? Newspaper reports from the 1930s and 1940s list, I think it's up to numbers of 300 people gathering outside his shop and protesting him staying in Australia. And at this point in time, People's um, patriotic duty and, and feelings about the war and what's happening in Europe are certainly being reflected here. So having someone here who is a Nazi agent, of course, is a, something that's creating a lot of uproar amongst the community. After the outbreak of the war, Frerich and his family were detained in internment camps, along with hundreds of other German Australians, including Jewish refugees and anti-fascists. One of, I guess, the misconceptions when they were interning people is that every person who was German was a Nazi, and that wasn't the case. Most of the people who were interned didn't have Nazi sympathies and viewed themselves as very much Australian. During a government inquiry after the war, it was revealed that Frerich had kept a little black book containing notes about other internees. And he used to use a coded series of symbols next to people. He said that he forgot the code of the symbols, but sometimes he's also annotated it as well. So there are comments like redhead swindler. Um, In one of them, he's indicated that the person's wife is a, a Jewish woman. 
Beware Catholic was one of the warnings, um, and Charlatan. And when he was asked about this in the inquiry about the notebook, he said it was so that um, if he met them in the real world, he would know what he was up against and he wouldn't be caught unaware. The government's fear at the time was that these um, records were spying for Germany, essentially. If they won the war, he would have a record of, of what people believed and their true behaviours. Vrek and his family were deported to Germany after the war, even though they pleaded to be able to stay in Australia. Their fate is unknown. The Nazi membership cards and badges used as evidence against them remain in our archives. I think it's a very, very surprising collection. Typically we have records created by the government. Um, These records were created by other people and collected by the government as proof of something. We know that as the war progressed, they became less, um, I guess, discriminate about how they were interning people, but particularly very on early on, they were building up these cases. Um, so you can find in this record lists that call these different documents Exhibit 1 or Exhibit 2 or Exhibit 3. So I guess it's a very, very personal record of a particular person's patch of life, but the way that, um, that it's come into the collection reflects something very, very different. So for these people, it might have been a sense of pride that they were collecting these badges, but for the government, it was viewed as an indication of the fact these people were a threat. Oh, oh.